Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535. And Guns N' Roses with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Guns N' Roses and Back Steve and Dave. Full strength, right? Well, it depends on what you mean by strength. Yeah. We don't have any strengths at all. <laughs> no superhuman powers, none of that stuff. What we do have is a lot of Thunderbird stuff. Uh, we have more tickets to give away for uh, for their playoff games. Also, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds will be joining us later on today, too. And uh, rock legend Jeff Skunk Baxter. How about that? Sweet. See? You know what? I don't even want to talk to that guy. <laughs> Why don't you just sit? I'm just gonna sit back and, and relax like I have the last couple of days. You're Nothing, gonna, not you're gonna boycott that? Boycott that interview? I'll, I'll just not participate. Fair enough. All right. There's that and more. It's 5:36. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 5:51. And Pat Benatar with back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, 70-ish today. 80s for Thursday through at least the weekend. How about that? How about that? Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Well, looks like I'm signing up for a subscription to Women's Health Magazine. You are? Hillary Duff went nude for the latest issue. Yeah, no I saw some of those pics. Uh, but yeah, sign me up for Women's Health. Need to know all about that. Uh, she freely admitted that a makeup artist put glow all over her body and someone posed to her in uh, the most flattering positions. Mm. I'd like to put a glow all over her body. I bet you would. Uh, perhaps a glaze, a demi-glaze. Like a uh, candy-coated shell? Yes, some sort of candy-coated shell. Like, uh, you know, it's like that syrup that you that you put on and it hardens as soon as you put it, it over it, the, ice the ice cream. cream? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. yeah something yeah. like that. I totally get that. Something like that. Uh, still, she's proud of her body and has made peace with it over the years. Quote, I think that at 34, I've just gained a lot of respect for my body. It's taken me all of the places I needed to go. Helped me build a beautiful family. I didn't want to uh, say this now, but I might as well just reveal it. Uh, I have been selected for the... Uh, July Centerfold, all nude in Business West magazine. Hmm. I was going to say Marquette University, or you already got that cover. Uh, No, I was fully clothed at that time. I just want to do some little peekaboo shots in Business West. Well, Hillary says she wants to work on what's on the inside, as you should, Bax. Work on the inside more. I don't know. Her outside looks pretty good. Have you seen the photos? Yeah, but, you know, the the inside, I'm sure, is quite nice, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, she she has three kids, a 13-month-old daughter, May, and a three-year-old daughter, Banks, and with her current husband, and a 10-year-old son, Luca, from her previous marriage. So The kids are going to be so proud of Mom. Well, (laughs) I mean, that's not as bad as, uh, you know, like Kim Kardashian's kids when they find out Mom was on a sex tape. Mom posed nude for... In a, in a healthy way. Right. For sure. Women's Health Magazine. Of course. Yeah. Hey, I got to see, uh, you, you have the kids come over. The, hey, uh, can we get to pick a couple of those magazines of your mom upstairs? <laughs> yeah. it's time. Gather around, children. It's time for a family slideshow. Yeah. Uh, Jessica Beal and Justin Timberlake will celebrate their 10-year anniversary in October. And one of the reasons they're still together is a certain philosophy of Justin's. Jessica told Entertainment Tonight, quote, The one thing that Justin always says to me, we might be married, but we have to keep dating. You just have to keep making time for each other, and you have to keep making each other a priority. Oh, dating each other. Yeah. And uh, do the things you love to do together. It's not always easy, as we all know, but uh, those touch 
point moments make all the hard times palatable. Mm. Hmm. And uh, in a related news uh, for Jessica, her new series Candy premiered Monday night on Hulu. I've seen a little bit of that. How is it? Yeah, it's pretty good. What is it about? Uh, it's based on a true story, and uh, I believe it was a murder trial in Texas years ago. And I think it's been done before on TV, if I'm not mistaken, back in the 90s with different actors. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I never heard of that, though. But I'll Jessica Biel's good out. to look at. I, I Well, listen, not to... Not to purely sexualize anybody, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I could watch that show with a sound off. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could too. Oh yeah, that's all you need to do. You just need to look at Jessica. Hi, Jessica. I'm not afraid to say this. I wouldn't mind looking at Justin either. He's a, he's a pretty man too. I I was just gonna say that as well. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page. Nothing wrong what about with that. you, Dave. You like a j- little Justin Timberlake in you? Uh, he, does, he does bring sexy back. Oh, especially when he's on the golf course because he's a good golfer as well. I like seeing him in those. Uh, Plaid pants and stuff like that. Those Sansa belts. The action slacks. Yeah, those. Uh, signed, uh, Tom Brady signed a deal to be Fox Sports' lead NFL analyst when his playing career is over. When will that be? When he decides that he's going to finally retire, retire? When he feels like he wants an increase in pay. The deal is reportedly worth uh, $375 million over 10 years. Now, during his 23-year career, he made $333 million. So in 10 years, he's making just as much, if not more. It's twice as much as as, uh, Tony Romo is making at CBS. Well, how do they even know Tom Brady's going to be any good at this, by the way? They don't. They don't. But he's Tom Brady. Right. And people will watch because it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. Tom Cruise, apparently, is a huge reason for Val Kilmer being in Top Gun Maverick. He says, quote, I really rallied hard for him to make the movie, the kind of talent that he has. And you see that scene. It's very special. It's just... Mm -hmm. It's just very special. Is that how Tom Cruise talks? I think he does now. Mm. That's what he did. You know, he's trying to trying to ease you into that Scientology talk he's going to have with you as soon as he's done telling you all the good things about you. With a hypnotic drone yeah. in his voice? By the way, have I told you about the Church of Scientology? No, tell me about it. Yeah, and then he goes into it. Are we sure it's even Tom Cruise? Because I know that there's the deep fakes. Have you seen those deep fakes that they have out? Yeah, mm, yeah, I have seen the. Maybe the, it's not really Tom Cruise. No, I believe it. I mean, he's got the. I'm sure he's got Val Kilmer stories. Don't we all? Is there a specific deep fake Tom Cruise video? Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you there's a if, bunch of them actually. If, yeah. If you put in deep fake Tom Cruise, it is scary what they can do with CGI and all these other. And because it, it looks just like Tom Cruise, it does, and he's and it sounds just like Tom Cruise. That's crazy. And he's saying stuff that he he never said. It's Tom Cruise doing the Tide Pod Challenge. Tom Cruise walking all over uh, milk crates. Yep. Uh, James Cromwell, the farmer from the Babe movies. You remember him? Mm -hmm. I do. He uh, glued his hand to a Starbucks counter to protest the fact they charge more for vegan milk options. He freed himself after police arrived to avoid being arrested. We have that audio, by the way, and now hear this, which you would have already heard if you're rehearing this segment or if you're hearing this for the first time. Man, it's coming up. And you're digging the hole kind of I deep, know. aren't you? What I if know. you're listening to this like 10 days from now? Because there's a lot of people that do that, too. Yeah. I get people that uh, message me and go, uh, they'll say something that we talked about like a month ago. Yeah. As if it's happening right now. Well, because they're listening to the podcast from a month ago. Right. And, and it sounds like it's like real time. I got news for you people. The moment it comes out of our mouth is the moment we forget it. Yeah, I don't remember any of this. I don't stuff. remember a damn thing. 
Uh, Kelly Clarkson almost cried when her nanny gave her the gift of a free uh, day for Mother's Day. She says, quote, I had the best day and it was amazing. Wait a minute. The nanny is there to give you free days all the time. All the time. What are you talking about? Why do you need a day? These rich people really get up my yeah. craw, you know? I, 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 I'm, I'm almost at the point now where I want to start gluing my hands at a Starbucks. And that uh, is your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Calling off. The following takes place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102. We're going to have highs in the low 70s today and then 80s from tomorrow through at least the weekend. The weather is brought to you by Bank ESB. As a local bank, they have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey. Springfield Thunderbirds opening their first ever Calder Cup playoff series tonight against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins at Mass Mutual. We'll have Nate Costa from the T-Birds joining us later on this morning to talk about the whole thing. In the NHL overnight, the Bruins beat Carolina 5-1. The Bees are up 3-2 on the Hurricanes. Game 6 tomorrow night in Boston. Elsewhere in playoff hockey last night, Tampa Bay, the Kings, and St. Louis all won. They're all up 3-2 in their series. In basketball action, Celtics-Bucks game five tonight in Boston. Last night, Miami over Philly and Phoenix beat Dallas as the Heat and the Suns took 3-2 advantages in their series. And last night on TNT, Shaquille O'Neal challenged Charles Barkley to spell the word monumental. M-O-N-U-M-E-N-T-L. Yeah, back to the drawing board for Charles Barkley. Spelling not his strong suit. The folks at Auburn must be very proud. (laughs) That's right. Did he ever graduate, by the way, or not? I I don't know. (laughs) Baseball. Sox beat Atlanta last night, 9-4. Ralph Devers had a 432-foot grand slam. The Sox are in Atlanta again tonight. Also, last night, the Angels beat Tampa Bay 12-0. A no-hitter for rookie pitcher Reed Detmers of Anaheim. And in golf, a fantasy football owner in Overland Park, Kansas, finished in last place in his fantasy league and had to pay off a wager with his fellow owners by playing in a local qualifier for golf's U.S. Open. In order to do so, he had to give up his amateur status and declare himself a professional player. He wound up shooting a 112 and finishing in last place in the qualifier after topping his First tee shot with a three-wood and watching his ball land about 20 yards away behind a tree in the rough. I'm sure his fellow fantasy owners had a great kick out of that. That's it for your 102-second sports. And speaking of fantasies in football, Tom Brady has a new Fox deal. Bax covers that next in his view from the couch on Rock 102. I have sleep apnea, and I used to struggle with CP. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? If some of you might be aware, some people consider me to be some sort of professional radio broadcaster, even though there are plenty of people who would happily argue against that sort of description. I can assure you that I find it a little presumptuous myself sometimes. Nevertheless, it has occurred to me that for the last 36 years, this is as good as it's ever going to get. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, who has absolutely no tangible broadcast experience whatsoever, has just signed a 10-year contract with Fox to become the lead football analyst 
the very moment that he ends his long and glorious football career. Now to do this, according to the New York Post, Fox will pay him $375 million, which I should point out is more than double the bloated contract that CBS signed with Tony Romo to do the exact same job. Granted, Tom Brady is more than twice the quarterback that Tony Romo was, and Tom Brady also has significantly more hardware in his curio cabinet than Romo ever dreamed of, and yet it's still $375 million for a guy whose only real broadcast experience involves buying a TV at Best Buy. Now, it's occurred to me that despite being named to the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame, that if you took $375 million and divided that by the 36 years that I've been doing this job, I should have gotten paid $10.4 million a year. And if you tack on the remaining 3,413 days I have left before I retire from this godforsaken business, then it becomes obvious that unless some sort of miracle happens, Tom Brady will make more in the next 10 years than I will have made during my entire lifetime. And it'll do it with no view from the couch, no mass hat, no goofy podcast interviews with obscure musicians from 40 years ago. All he has to do is show up Talk about football and not sound stupid doing it. That's Tony Romo's job. Now, having said all that, if somebody wanted to pay me $375 million over the next 10 years, I would be more than willing to have those sorts of discussions. Until then, I'll be spending the rest of my day deciding which organs I need to sell to afford a gallon of gas for my car. But hey, and if I'm I yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only has the best grills, Weber and Traeger and the Big Green Egg, Rocky's also has grilling implements and accessories that every griller needs. Up your grilling game today at your grilling destination, your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 612. And Aerosmith with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, my apologies, a correction in the sports at the top of the hour. I tried to make the Bruins the winner of their playoff game last night over Carolina. They lost to the Hurricanes 5-1. Sorry about that. And wishful thinking. It would have been better off if what you were telling us were true. <laughs> as opposed to them losing. Yeah, I know. Well, there you go. Yeah, so the game six is tomorrow night in, in Boston. Perhaps the Bruins can win that one to force a game seven. You know, we gave you the sports job, mm-hmm. Dave, so I know. you could you know, do that correctly. And I know. If you're not doing it right, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, I don't want to do it. I'm done with it. No, right. that's that's somebody else's job. Let's, I don't even know uh, anything about sports. Let's take phone calls. We can have somebody fill in for me. Um, <laughs> no, let's not do listen, that. Listen, if I had a dollar for every time I said something that was wrong, mm-hmm. I'd have enough to buy Buy a ten dollar steak. Yeah. Speaking of wrong, this is weird here. Before uh, before Steve gets into his uh, segment here, apparently there's a new statue of Tom Seaver, the great pitcher for the New York Mets, that they unveiled outside the stadium. Yes. Did you see this? I did see this. And there's a mistake with the number in his jersey. So they went to the all the problems, all the trouble of putting up a statue, and they got it wrong. You would think that somebody uh, doing the statue yeah. of Tom Seaver would yeah. know what his jersey number used to be. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, when they put that clock up in Westfield. The clock is has the Roman numerals on it, but when it gets to four, it's a it's four eyes when it's supposed to be IV. Uh, That's yeah, great. Right. And then there's like you know there's people who are like no 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 that was the the different Roman numerals like there was some other kind of yeah, maybe like there a, was maybe there was somebody who uh, decided that it was four. Yeah, but, I, I believe it was only one Roman Empire, yeah. and I think they had it right the first time around. But yeah, yeah and if you're gonna go mainstream, at least get it right. Yeah. You're damn right. I hate you know. clocks and watches with Roman numerals. By the way. But, 
This backs hates clocks. I, I can't listen. I'm, he doesn't I'm, even know what the hell he's talking. Although about. I've been pretty good lately, I haven't screwed up too much in the last uh, couple of weeks. Let's take this phone call because it seems like it's coming through over the air. Are you really? Yes. Okay. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Morning, Dale Dumont. Hey, Hi, Dale. Dale. How are you? Welcome back. Hey. So thanks. Thanks. Hey, I'll be a DJ for you guys. All right. I'll be a fill-in. All right. Well, I'll be a. Stop on over. We'll leave and leave it all me. up to you. No, oh, no. <laughs> well, oh, no. All right. Let's uh, let's check your sports knowledge quick. Maybe you can fill in for me. What's uh, what's the nickname of the Tampa Bay hockey team? Tampa Bay has a hockey team. <laughs> there you yeah, go. See? Nicely yeah, done, Dale. The, the job is yours. All right. <laughs> you are no less or no more qualified than what we've already got. Thank you, Dale. Have, have, have a good day. Uh, love you guys. Love Thank you. Him. Love you. All right. There you go. Good, uh, good answer. Anyway, so uh, I obviously wasn't here for the last couple of days. Just mm-hmm. needed to take a little couple of days off. You uh, didn't miss much. Nah, I didn't think I did. But I, uh, I did go, uh, a friend of mine, uh, she said, "Hey, you want to go magnet fishing? Because she's got a magnet too." Really? Yeah. So she and so Ooh. I took uh, I took one of my daughters. My other daughter had no interest, which was fine. <laughs> when your kid goes, "Yeah, I, I'm all set with that," mm-hmm. you know, that, that's too that's bad. No, well, it is too bad. And uh, you know, I haven't caught much of anything, uh, but we did catch a dock the other day. Wow. A dock? Yeah, we went out to uh, Lake Congamon, uh, where uh, it's it used to be Louis B's, but now it's something else. It's something Lake Life 101, or I, I yes. don't know. And there's a public dock there now, and that, that's obviously new. I don't know how new that is, but it looks fairly new. I haven't been out that way in, a, in, a, in quite some time. So we, uh, we we went magnet fishing off the dock out there. Mm, yeah. And uh, it was just my friend and my daughter and myself, and we were just, it was nice, you know, it was overcast afternoon, but it was still a pretty decent day. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, we're not finding anything. Like, maybe a screw, maybe a fish hook, uh, something like that. Right. But that's not what you got these magnets for. No. And I'm even thinking, does this magnet even work? You know, like, how strong is this thing? Mm-hmm. Well, towards the end of the uh, the time we were there, I went to pull the magnet up on this one section of that dock that happens to have this giant metal braces underneath it. Right. It's like the, mm-hmm. the load point, if you will, of the dock where it separates one side from another because the dock kind of turns at one point. So this is like the permanent structure in place to keep that dock straight okay mm-hmm. yeah and uh the magnet got stuck to the side <laughs> of the dock yeah like it's stuck like, like, you, you, like can't, you can't lift it i'm trying to pull i got gloves on i'm wow. trying to pull the rope the thing isn't even budging not budging at all and you're a big powerful man yeah so i says uh you know what i mean you're probably talking you're you're probably 50 feet from shore now yeah and i was like you know what there's no and, and it's probably a little bit more than waist deep. Yeah. But I'm still not going to, like, I'm not ready to get wet. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. I don't blame you. And then my uh, my uh, 11-year-old, who's almost 12, says, well, uh, if I go in and get it, will you buy me ice cream? And mm-hmm. I go, I'll buy you whatever ice cream you want. All right. Just go get the magnet. So she did. She went in with all her clothes on. Right. <laughs> and she went... <laughs> 
she walked along the dock and you know i have a picture of her like kind of from down you know from up mm-hmm. above right and uh, you know she's waving she's got a, like a she's got jeans and, and and a sweatshirt on because there was no other option and i had other clothes in the car that she could change into okay so here she is and she takes and she t- she can't get the thing off and i said okay well you know what at least forget the magnet because, like, you need, like, a crowbar to get this damn thing off the, the side of this, right. this ring. <laughs> so she starts taking this rock and starts tapping it from the side. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. And moving it up enough where she banged it enough where she could pull it off with her hands. Nice. And she freed the magnet. She was the magnet fishing hero that day. That kid's a genius. Yeah. That kid is a genius. And, you know, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Because you're not a genius. I'm not a genius. But your father of the year, because you got her ice cream, I assume. Well, yeah, we went to Malicious afterwards. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. That's where, uh, you know, it was right near there. So why not get mm-hmm. the Malicious? But And what kind of ice cream? You said you'd get her whatever she wanted. Uh, she got, uh, I think she got some brownie sundae. Or oh, she didn't get like that, that bourbon flavored one that we had. <laughs> no, I had. You know what? I had that. My favorite over there is, uh, and he brought it here on Friday. Is the Cookie Monster? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, it's like uh, chocolate and vanilla ice cream. With oh cookies yeah. In it. But you know, I'm getting really discouraged over this magnet fishing thing that I'm not picking anything up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to all the places that everybody says, you know. And then I got a friend who's like telling me he's like. Yeah, I pulled out a couple of tackle boxes out of wherever last year. And I go, okay, well, I didn't find Jack Squat out of that same place. Yeah, you got to be pa- Any fisherman will tell you, Steve, it's all about being patient. You got to be patient. No, you can't, see, you, this you, may- you, you can't get, uh, you can't get, you know, on edge. Then maybe this isn't for me because <laughs> I want instant gratification. Yeah. I want, I want to drop my line in the water and go, oh my god, I just pulled up a bicycle from the 1930s. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be rich. I mean, that would be great if you could do that. But yeah. you ever go like legitimate fishing and you spend all day there and you don't catch uh, yeah. anything? That's why I don't do it. I it's know. so boring. Same with and me. Now it's getting to this. Yeah. But then when you catch one. Yeah. All of a sudden, all that boredom goes right out the window, and you say, "Oh, yeah. you should have seen the one that got away." I'm getting, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little agitated now yeah. that I'm not getting anything. But one day, one day, Bex, one day, Dave, mm-hmm. I'm gonna find. <laughs> you're gonna, uh, you're gonna pull I'm up gonna the you're gonna pull up the Titanic, an Edsel. I'm gonna pull up an Edsel. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Good luck. You probably was, make your daughter go in after it to bring it up too. And, and the only thing I found in Lake Congamon was a can of Truly. And I'm like, you know what? Wow. This is exactly what you would find here in like Congamon. <laughs> Intact? Uh, no, it was oh. dr- it had been dr- drunk, drank, drunk. How do you do that? It had been used up. Mm-hmm. Right. That too. It's all used up. It's 6:21. But back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. How does a career sound building the toughest tools on earth? Classic rock. It's 6:26. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, well, the summer's here. Uh, maybe tomorrow, anyway. we got 70s for today. we got 80s for tomorrow through at least Sunday, maybe through Tuesday of next week. We have uh, Jeff Skunk Baxter coming up uh, next hour. He's got a brand... Actually, it's his very first solo record. After all the things that guy has done in his career with the Dewey Brothers and the and Steely Dan and about 10,000 others, his first solo album called uh, Speed of Heat, he's going to be at the Music Room in Yarmouth tonight. Tomorrow night in Norwalk, Connecticut, at the uh, the Wall Street Theater, and on Friday, he'll be in Natick. You can check out uh, Natick. Uh, you can check out his website to find out uh, more. But he's coming up just after seven o'clock this morning. Today, I learned is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Today, you can learn how Gary Rome will help you pay uh, more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for today. And now it's time for today. I learned. Had to restart. 
In fact, Stephen David, what am I going to do? Uh, today I learned uh, that buttons and buttonholes switch sides depending on if they're for males or females. Yes, and I know why, actually. Why? Because when women got dressed in the old days, yeah. they had somebody else do it for them. Oh. Oh, And yes. so they were going in reverse there to dress the fine ladies in their wonderful apparel. Well, I should really consult these with you because mm-hmm. that information is not in this particular thing. Hmm. Well, we learned, we learned two things then today. Yeah, yeah. We learned, we, we learned that, that the buttons are different and why they're different. And we learned that Dave has more knowledge than the, this website that I get yeah. my information There you go. What mean, is- it, it can't give you a correct hockey score, but it can tell you how <laughs> shirts are put on women. <laughs> the Bruins lost, by the way. I yes, know, they, I know yeah. they did. I know. <laughs> I know. He'll correct uh, yeah. it for next hour, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had no idea about the buttons thing. You know, I, what I recently found out in the last couple of years of my life is your zipper mm-hmm. on your fly. Yeah. That... I didn't know that you pushed that down to lock it in place. Oh. My fly's always open. Yeah. That's why and you're like always I'm flapping s- in the breeze I'm like, like that. I'm like selling those little mini hot dogs mm. everywhere. Wow. Little cocktail wieners. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Giving them away. Stevie the cocktail wiener yeah. guy. Mr. Vienna Sausage over here is, yeah. uh, can't figure out how to do his zipper. <laughs> and uh, it took a woman to tell me, hey, you need to push that down. That's what, that's that, that makes it from stop opening. N- nothing down there should ever be in, a, in an upright position. No, on its never. own. You should always try to uh, push it down. <laughs> never in an upright position anyway. But you know. I'm just saying. And that is the day I ended with the back of Steve and Dave on Rock 102. <laughs> News is next. <laughs> 631 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Health New England. They're here with you every step of the way. Time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So Steve was telling us about buying ice cream. Was it yesterday after Magna Fishing or earlier? Sunday. Sunday, Sunday at yeah. uh, Malicious, the place owned by Joe Didi from Southwick. Yeah. He lost in his political race against Jason Perrone. That had nothing to do with his appearance on our show, right? No, wait, wait, wait to jab the knife in there, Dave. Mm. He lost. Oh. All right. Let me, re- let me reset that. First time political candidate Jason Perrone. One Southwick Select Board race yeah. against incumbent candidate Joe Didi. Yeah, that's definitely softened them. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure he's happy he brought you free ice cream. <laughs> can I? Yeah, can I ask the uh, the more important question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do, do we uh, do we still have ice cream here? Uh, I believe there should be some. I never took mine home. On, I never took on mine Friday home. because I didn't have. I wasn't going to be around a freezer. Yeah. Wait, wait, did we have other ice cream other than the stuff he brought us here in the studio? Yes. Yeah. He brought. Oh. He brought. He brought a couple of flavors oh. for my kids, but he gave you the good stuff. Oh. The really all right. good you know what? stuff. Well, you know, it's to, all good, but he gave you the good stuff to uh, memorialize his <laughs> uh, ending political career. We should mm-hmm. probably go upstairs and let that thing soften for a little bit. Good idea. Yeah. Just probably. Saying. And yeah. by that thing, you mean the ice cream yes okay. I'll, I'll pull it all out in a minute <laughs> all right town clerk You're talking about the ice cream yeah oh the ice yes the ice cream too R- right yeah. okay yeah well he'll, he'd have to unlock his yeah. zipper to pull it all out. i mean no you better not yeah the zipper's locked down now because he learned how to do that yes yes i did <laughs> southwick <laughs> town clerk michelle hill by the way saying as the result of that uh, recent election there there are some outstanding write-in votes, but probably not enough to change the final vote enough. So probably Joe Didi has given up his seat on the Southwick Select Board to Jason Perrone. Now, when you say outstanding, mm-hmm. are you talking about ones that have not yet been counted? Correct. Or are the names outstanding? Could be like, both. 
say, for example, Mother Teresa is going to be a selectman in uh, in Southwick or uh, I don't know, be a, pick another uh, you know benevolent uh, living saint. Uh, living Saint Tom Brady. Tom Brady mm-hmm. exactly wants mm-hmm. to be a select when he's not broadcasting on Fox. He yes. wants to be a selectman on in Southwick. Maybe Richard Grieco. Richard <laughs> Grieco, handsome young fella back in the old Twenty One Jump Street days. Living Saint James Cromwell. Yeah, if he's not uh, gluing his hands at a Starbucks, mm-hmm. could be any of those. You're right. Mm-hmm. Outstanding can have a few different meanings. Hey, there's a victory for workers at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Apparently, now they're going to have some mitigation underway as the result of the lawsuit that came to a conclusion yesterday. But not everybody's happy about it. Some of the workers think that it's going to help as they can go back in now and have safe working conditions. Others thinking Mm. it ain't going to do much when they do these mitigation things. Especially since it's likely to come back. Right. Again, we keep saying, right, bomb the whole thing. Detonate it and start. Not not bomb. Not not bomb. Don't put that into anyone's head. (laughs) Wrecking balls. And and not bug bomb either. No. But mitigation will be underway shortly at the courthouse. A federal jury has awarded a former Springfield teacher nearly $1 million after finding that the city's school district did not make reasonable accommodations to her medical needs, effectively forcing her out of a job that she held for more than three decades. Daryl Blanks claiming the Springfield Public Schools placed her unwillingly in a volatile school where abuse from students who threw pencils, pens, milk cartons at her and even broke her glasses left her with a combination of anxiety, stress and physical injuries. The district was unwilling to transfer Blanks to a calmer environment even after a doctor recommended doing so. Who says we don't pay our teachers enough? Mm-hmm. This gal just got a million dollars. It's like winning the uh, publisher's clearing house sweepstakes. Sure. Yeah, except you don't pay your teachers enough and, you know, quite frankly... What are you talking about? A million dollars is a lot of money, Bex. No, I get it, but that required a lawsuit in order uh, to get that million dollars mm-hmm. and, and as you know, Steve, filing a lawsuit can be very expensive. I just, I find it um... <sighs> To have a group of students doing those things to you, that just seems like there's something really wrong there. You know, it's not just one mm-hmm. troubled child who's acting out. Right. Uh, maybe has some sort of disability that is uh, not letting him handle things correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you have a whole classroom full of kids beating you up, that's sure. the time to get out of the teaching business. But maybe. But on the other hand, uh, if an environment has been created because for whatever reason there's, you know, the uh, there's a lack of classroom management. And mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not pointing fingers here at, at any one individual. Oh, I am. But if the if that individual then goes to the principal or the district and says, I need a transfer to a different environment. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it, there are enough opportunities in the school department where you can say, well, maybe there's someplace else we can put this yeah. person. You know, and so, yeah, there may not be a great uh, a great uh, place for it. But on the other hand, there may be things that the district could have done to have avoided all this. Right. For instance, hiring Mr. Garvey. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. 
Now take your ass on down to Oshag Hennessy's office right now and tell him exactly what you did. Him. Get him teaching those kids. They're not going to yeah, stand up to Mr. Garvey. I wouldn't call that great classroom management either. I guess. And we uh, heard, was her name Blanks? Yes, Daryl Blanks. Uh, I thought you were doing some Gene Rayburn match game. <laughs> yeah, right. <over> there. <laughs> Did you want to fill it in anyway? No, or no? Hey, you want to be no. Charles Nelson Riley today? Oh, I'll, be Brett, oh. I'll be Brett Summers. <laughs> Eggplant. I don't there know you go. Yeah, yeah, right. There you go. All right. Well, you were talking about the million-dollar settlement there. As long as we're covering that, one of two million-dollar lottery prizes in the mass lottery sold in Springfield yesterday. The winning ticket was for the cash-to-go game and was sold at a stop-and-shop in Springfield. And if you're wondering about your odds on this, overall there were more than 750 winning lottery tickets worth at least 600 claimed on Monday alone, and 28 of them were in Springfield. Wow. So, you know, if you're thinking about playing, you got to be in it to win it, right? They don't tell you how much they bring in. Right. No. As much as they're paying out. Which uh, stop and shop in Springfield are they talking it about? It didn't say in this article, and I don't know why. Maybe they can't release that information, or whoever it was that reported on this, I think it might have been MassLive.com, just didn't do the work. There's I don't two, know. right? Yeah. There's one on Boston Road, and then there's one- Alan uh, and Cooley. Uh, oh, you know what? There's three. Isn't there one over by Channel 42? Yes. Yeah. At the plaza. Yeah. Yeah, so that's right. three stop and shops in Springfield that I There know may of. be another one that I uh, I just can't recall. A fourth stop and shop? Why not? Damn you, say. Why not? I don't know which one it was. Perhaps we can get some info on that. Well, I'll tell you what. I hope it's Allen and Cooley because that's the one that's closest to me. I thought that was a big Y. No, no there's a big Y at Allen and Cooley. But across, oh, across the, street, the street, yeah, right there you go. There's the there's a stop and shop, yeah. and they've got uh, that's next to the Bueno Isano and uh, and uh, and the Hibachi restaurant. The uh, Hibachi Tokyo. restaurant's pretty good there. I ate there hmm. maybe a couple of years ago. It was pretty good. Sweet. I like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We should go. We should have some guy flipping uh, shrimp tails in our pockets, and Aww. then using a little guy with a, a little. Uh, thing that looks like it's peeing out the flames yeah i love that i I love that that. gag well we're due for a morning show lunch soon with the boss's credit card right so sure do you want to do a hibachi though i would sure yeah i don't i don't i don't mind no we gotta listen we're doing this all wrong we gotta find like the most expensive (laughs) place around all right and then go buy lunch there i like the way you think yeah busy week coming up at umass amherst official student move out beginning today commencement On Friday, UMass police telling us to expect heavy backups and delays through the area over the next few days. So if you're headed up to Amherst, bear that in mind. Graduate commencement Friday morning starting at 930. Undergraduate commencement running from 430 to 630 p.m. So UMass police telling Western Mass News that parents can expect, quote, significant traffic that day from 730 in the morning all the way to 8 o'clock at night. I'm sorry. I'm distracted by the TV. Anybody else think that uh, Joe Biden looks like one of those puppets from uh, Stadler and Waldorf? No, uh, <laughs> Jeff Dunham. Yeah, oh, the, the old that guy. old that old right. man puppet. Oh, I'm yeah. just looking at him now. He is like he looks exactly like that old man puppet. Yeah. What was the what puppet? Walter. Name? Well, I think maybe Walter. I, I think yeah. it was Walter. Yeah. And then I be, I I I'm not uh, sure of this. Um, he may at some point in his career start looking like the jalapeno on a stick or peanut. Yes. Who's one of the other dummies that, that, that Jeff is right. uses. And I'm also distracted by uh, the lovely Jillian Andrews on oh, 22. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing all right. wrong with that nah. at all. That's not Jillian Andrews. No, that's, that's Tedemer. No. But, it, but, yeah. but she, was just, she was just on from the newsroom. All right. Mm, really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Ooh, Hello. Whoa, hey. 
hey, Netflix is going to introduce lower-priced ad-supported subscription plans by the end of 2022. Yes, advertisements are coming to Netflix. The streaming service also announced they are going to put in a strict cracking down policy in regard to password sharing on yeah. Netflix. Uh, I, this is what happened in the Netflix boardroom. Hey, uh, what do you think the best way to lose a bunch of subscribers and a bunch of money is? Ads! Okay, we'll put them in. Yeah. Let's watch the stock price drop. Well, this is why they've had to add ads, because there's been a dip in subscribers and a huge loss of revenue. Well, and that's their own fault. Right. Had they not jumped it up another $3 or whatever the hell it was back in January, mm -hmm. then they probably would have just kept the same amount of subscribers online. See, what, what Netflix doesn't understand is there's so many other streaming options there's no such thing as brand loyalty with your streaming service. Mm -hmm. It all depends on how much it's going to cost and how much good quality yeah. programming you got. And if you've got yeah. other options, and and some of the other options are really good, you don't need Netflix. This now, on the other hand, I got the, I got the lower tier Hulu, mm -hmm. and they yeah. do have spots. It's not a, it's not a lot of them, but I mean, it's, yeah. it's enough to but say, least, oh my God, I can't believe they're interrupting my show. At least they tell you when the commercial is going to be over. Like you have like 30 seconds left or this yes. is just sec two out of four ads or whatever yeah. it is. And I can yeah. live with that. Yeah. And I do the same thing with HBO Max, by the way. I've got some commercials. I can deal with that. That's yeah. okay. For it's a lower just, price. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous how much these companies charge for the services that they think are valued much higher than they actually are. There's oh, no yeah. fourteen ninety nine a month is bogus for Netflix. Well, I mean, the thing is, you know, if you want people to start cutting the cord yeah. and only use streaming services, which I would be fine with. Mm -hmm. uh, That's what I've done, by the way. You gotta, you gotta give people uh, a reason to to do it, and mm -hmm. to jack up the price is not the way to do it. Well, let me just clarify. They're offering lower-priced subscription plans, but with ads, and they're going to do that by the end of 2022. By the way, they're also going to install, for users who do share their account with somebody else, they'll pay more than what they're currently paying. So bear all that in mind. All right. Bear it all in mind. I hope all those people that are using our, uh, our membership <laughs> pay attention. You cheap bastards, you. It's 643 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up next in the Mass Hat, two different bodily functions at the same time. We'll tell you which ones straight ahead on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoons at 3. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 649 in Alice Cooper with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be a really nice day today. Sunny and a high of 72. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 83. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Next hour, we're going to be talking to uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Jeff Skunk Baxter. He uh, got in with the uh, the Doobie Brothers and I believe uh, certainly with the with uh, maybe with Steely Dan. I, but uh, he's played with a million other people. Mm-hmm. He's going to be at the Music Room in Yarmouth tonight and has a brand new solo record that's uh, due out called Speed of Heat. And we'll be talking to Jeff Skunk Baxter after 7 o'clock. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. 57-year-old Christine Terman got upset on Sunday when she noticed that a neighbor's chicken had pooped 
on her back patio. Where is this? It's happened in Florida. So it would be the Florida hat today. Well, no, no. We're recognizing her. We're crowning her our own mass hat. I, I know, but I, it's not from Massachusetts. Doesn't have to be, as we've pointed out I'm many times. I'm not the one complaining about this, Dave. I girls, run into people. Girls. I run into people who complain all the time going, the mass hat's not even from Massachusetts. Doesn't have to be. And by the way, if we're going to search for Massachusetts stories, and there aren't enough good ones, but we've got a great one from Florida or Kansas or Texas or Ohio, we're going with the stupider person. All right, let's let's talk about the, uh, what are the chicken poop? Christine Terman got upset because a neighbor had their chicken poop on her back patio. Uh-huh. I see. So how'd she deal with it? She went inside, got a bucket of pee from her bathroom, walked whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's, whole, who's yeah, carrying whoa. it by the bucket? I think she might have created it herself right there in the bathroom on the spot. How much you? Uh, how much are you peeing to create a whole bucket full? <laughs> Not enough to fill a bucket. Well, enough to toss in the face of the neighbor whose chicken pooped on her back patio. Ooh. Yep. Hit him right in the face. Contents spilling everywhere. Guy was drenched. Police were called. They arrested Christine along with her boyfriend, who was allegedly threatening the neighbor while the police were there. Now, maybe it was the boyfriend who filled up the bucket with pee. It doesn't say. Could have been both of them, too. Yeah. They didn't do any DNA. Christine has been released after posting $500 bond. Police say the neighbor was, quote, in pain, and quote, smelled of urine. All right, you know the uh, did this uh, the the neighbor like walk the chicken over there, Doesn't or did say. the chicken just get loose and uh, relieve itself on the on the uh, on the deck? I I would assume got loose. So it's not like you got like a chicken on a leash mm. and you're you're taking the chicken for a walk and the you know chicken's walking down the street. You know, shuffling, uh, you know, uh, talking, talking smack. Bebopping, talking trash. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, that little, you know, little, little Jerry Seinfeld winds yeah. up uh, unloading on the deck. Yeah. Uh, chicken on a leash is, by the way, that's the canned chicken, isn't it? Uh, chicken with a C. Oh. You're very close. Okay. It's not actual chicken. Chicken on a leash? Yeah. Yeah, chicken on a leash. <laughs> uh, we've got another mass hat from the state of Washington. Uh, someone caught driving a small... That's not from that's Massachusetts. Not Massachusetts. <laughs> You're, you're right. It's uncanny. Yeah, How, unbelievable. Yes. So someone there caught driving a small U-Haul truck with a full-size SUV dangling out the back. There are pictures. You can go check I this saw out. saw this yesterday. Yes. And I'm like, some people just don't know... Like, like, I don't know how you how you function in life yeah. by thinking that's going to be a good idea. A local state trooper out there posted the photo on Twitter, which is why you probably yeah. saw it. Said the driver of the U-Haul was pulled over and cited. Apparently the fine for sticking an SUV in the back of a U-Haul truck that's too small to carry it, $139. Now, what was a mass state trooper doing all the way out in Washington? Oh, this is a, a Was- local police. There you go. Washington, local Washington state trooper. Yeah. I mean, it's like a local angle. Yeah. Yeah. At, as well, he said local local state trooper. I thought a guy from Massachusetts local. drove all the way to Washington. Hey, He's like, you know what? Could we be. have to crown you for the mass hat tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of your SUV sticking out of the rear of your U-Haul. Yeah. You want to crown them? Crown their ass. That's right. <laughs> All right, Denny Green. As ridiculous as it looks, there's some debate on Twitter about whether it is actually <laughs> legal or not. In any event, the driver did not have a valid license. And yes, if, in case you're wondering, U-Haul does have car trailers for rent. So this person could have just kicked it up a notch and went to the slightly yeah, larger U-Haul. But you know how much those damn things cost. I don't know.
Ain't what's, cheap. The, what's the difference? Isn't the difference? Isn't it not that big a difference when you like upgrade for a rental car? It's usually what, like an extra 15, 20 bucks or something like that? Uh yeah, I, I I don't know about the trailer thing. I think it depends on like where you're taking it and mm-hmm. what you're doing with it. Like my brother drove a bunch of stuff from my mother's house in Florida with a trailer from U-Haul. Mm-hmm. And, and the extra charge was because it was only going one way. You weren't bringing the trailer yeah, it, back. If you were returning it from where you rented it from, mm-hmm. it's actually cheaper than if you just dropped it off. It's really expensive if you drop it off another location. Gotcha. Does that make sense? It does. All right, good. All right. 655 with back Steve and Dave. Uh, just a couple of more mass hats in where we wish it would have happened in the Bay State, but it didn't. I'm just telling you what I'm hearing from people. Uh- I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm the messenger. You know I don't, don't shoot me. I'm hearing from different people. You should. You got your people. I got my people. The two of you should do what I do. <laughs> don't talk to other people. Exactly right. We've got the 102 second sports coming up next, and then Jeff. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, as you know, there's nothing worse than working for a jerk. Lord knows I've certainly had my share of them over the last couple of years. And if there's one thing I know, it's this. No job is worth enduring the gut-wrenching turmoil and humiliation of working in a hostile work environment. Are you kidding me? It's the worst. And you, as a hard-working employee, shouldn't have to put up with that sort of hardship. You're a valued employee whose contributions are every bit as essential as the person doling out the abuse. Perhaps even more so. Now, having said all that, had I known that working in a hostile work environment could result in a handsome legal settlement, then I would have already contacted an attorney by now. Yesterday, the Jacksonville Jaguars were hit with a $3.5 million lawsuit from former kicker Josh Lambeau, who claims he was subjected to a hostile work environment under former head coach Urban Meyer. Meyer, who was fired for being a terrible football coach and for driving the team into the gutter loaded with dreadful humiliation is being accused of humiliating, threatening, and physical attack, physically attacking Josh Lambeau during his tender, tenure last season. Lambeau, as you might recall, reported that he was kicked in the shins by Meyer and told, quote, hey, dipstick, make your effing kicks, despite the fact that he had been the most accurate kicker in team history. And that wasn't even a half of it. Lambeau's lawsuit claims that he was constantly in fear of being released from the team and that Meyer created a situation that had become so toxic that he was unable to sleep and perform ad- adequately, on, adequately on the field, eventually releasing, eventually leading to his release last October. Lambeau is suing for damages, lost wages, and emotional distress from the Jaguars. Personally, I would have sued Urban Meyer too since he was, in fact, the cause of all the hostility. Nevertheless, despite the fact that Josh Lambeau is a professional football player who isn't supposed to have feelings or be susceptible to abusive behavior, winds up he does have feelings and is susceptible to abusive behavior. And frankly, it's a shame that more people don't feel safe enough to fight back whenever this happens. Because believe it or not, you are entitled to better. And you have every right to enjoy your job as much as anybody else does, including the guy who's being the biggest jerk in in the building. And that's a fact. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. It's time for Scott's four-step. It's actually time for step one. Scott's four-step is the key to a great lawn, and Rocky's has got extended Scott four-step deals going on right now. 80 bucks out the door with your Ace Rewards card. No mail-in rebate, nonsense. You get all you need to get a great lawn. So get the Rockies and get uh, step one done this weekend. 
I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. 7-Eleven and Steely Dan with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Going to be a nice day today. Uh, sunny and a high of 73. Hey, look who's on the celebrity hotline. It's Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan guitarist Jeff Skunk Baxter. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Jeff. How are you? Hanging in there, my friend. That's good. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm buying whatever solo project you're doing because a big fan of your work, Steely Dan, Doobies, and others. So um, just send a copy my way. I'm <laughs> I'm in. I'll I'll pay whatever you say. Uh, you're too kind. Thank you so much. What What I want to know, Jeff, is and this is the thing that uh, that kind of gets me. I mean, you've been, I mean, you've been doing your know, session work uh, and playing in bands for it seems like a hundred years, but you know, it's only now that you're releasing your first solo album of original material. What What took you so long well number one i just thought it for some reason i didn't think it was the right thing to do to just <coughs> run after a solo project right after you leave a successful band i think you need to take some time and number two uh both my writing and uh music partner cj vanston and i are kind of busy i mean he's a you know top session player producer composer and uh between for me between session work and producing records and working for musical instrument companies you know in design and r&d and my day job <laughs> i just didn't really have a lot of time so we actually looked at the track sheet when we first handed in the album <coughs> and first track we cut was 1989 so just finding time along the way to uh, put something together. And then I guess it's like the, the penny jar. Finally, the penny jar gets pulled up. <laughs> you got to up, take them down to the bank, and there you go. You're, uh, you're actually going to be uh, going through uh, New England this week. You're going to be in uh, Yarmouth on, uh, on Wednesday at the, the Music Room, the Wall Street Theater in Norwalk on Thursday. And I think uh, Friday you're in Natick at the... Uh, the TCAN uh, Center for the Arts. I mean, you're 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 blasting right through the area, and and the album comes out. I believe it comes out June seventeenth. Okay. June seventeenth. It's a. I mean, it's a, it's a very busy period for you getting ready for it. Well, it's been a joy. We've had so much fun playing. Everybody's been real kind. They seem to like what we're doing. Um, we got, yeah, we've got one more week. We'll go up back to the West Coast, uh, do some tours, and do some touring probably towards the end of July, then head over to Japan. Then we'll see what uh, see what we got. And then the vinyl record comes out in September. I'm looking forward to that, the double vinyl. Ooh. So I, I, uh, you know, I'm, I've been a big fan of, of Steely Dan for you know, a long time. And you know, that, that seemed like a band that, you know, especially you know, once it became less of a band and more of a, of a two-man project with a bunch of se- session musicians, that's that sweet spot of can't buy a thrill to, to pretzel logic was a great time for that band when it was still technically a band. Tell me about working with the, with those two guys. Well, I first met them. Uh, they said, we've never heard anybody play guitar like you do. And I said, well, I've never heard material like this. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> we uh, said, you know, whoever passes go first, uh, we'll form a band. So they got a publishing deal out in LA at uh, ABC Dunhill records. And that's kind of how it all started. And I have uh, certainly the, the, and it's not really mythology. The the truth is that they were perfectionists. 
And again, I'm a studio musician, so perfection is on my list. We're talking to Jeff Skunk Baxter here on Rock 102. I will say you have New England roots because I'm looking on your Wikipedia page. You graduated from the Taft School and were a self-described preppy. Now, I'm dating a woman right now whose daughter (laughs) graduated from the Taft School. Those were good days. I actually got a great education there, as you know. Uh, Any of those schools, Choate, Taft, Phillips, Exeter, Loomis, Hodgkiss wonderful places to get an education mm-hmm. after you left steely dan you joined the uh, the dewey brothers for a while but the the other part of your career is is probably just as fascinating uh it, it was uh, you became a, a a governmental military advisor which you know to me is it you know for a lot of people when they heard that you were you know consulting with the government thought is that the same guy and it was <laughs> i mean tell us about how that that part of your career developed? Well, back in the early 90s, I wrote a paper on how to convert a Navy uh, defense carrier fleet defense system to how to modify it to do missile defense uh, because of the capabilities of the particular radar they had. And my dad always said, you got a good idea, you write it down. So I wrote it down, gave it to a congressman buddy of mine I was doing some work with uh, when I was with LAPD. And he sent it to the uh, vice chairman of the House Armed Services Committee. <laughs> he called him and said, what is this guy from Boeing or Lockheed or North of Drumming? And no, he's our player for the Doobie <laughs> so, uh, so I got a call from him, and he says, would you be willing to serve on the House Armed Services Committee uh, as a consultant on missile defense? I said, sure. And it kind of all started from there. You know, my stepfather probably read your paper. He was a nuclear submarine captain for 25 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Obviously, okay. during the Cold War and a lot of maneuvering and practices and drills and stuff like that, never in, you know, in full action, so to speak, but he was ready. Well, that's why we train. Yep. Now, did you ever have guys on the Doobie Brothers tour bus say, maybe it's time for him to leave the band? I think he's overthinking things. <laughs> no, not for that reason, certainly. <laughs> I mean, else was reading whatever magazines they were every day is Defense Weekly and Aviation Week and uh, Defense News, but no. no. And the, the other reason I was reading that stuff is because of the work that I've done for years with musical instrument companies, especially Roland. The cutting-edge technologies, certainly in the digital world back in the day, were oh, coming out of the military. So to be smart on what's going on, you really had to current the uh, the name of the new album is uh, speed of heat comes out uh, next month you're going to be at uh, the music room in west yarmouth uh, this week along with the, the wall street theater in norwalk jeff skunk baxter it's a pleasure talking to you best of luck with the record and thank you for the kind words i really appreciate it thank you man jeff skunk baxter with back steve and dave on rock 102 irish rockers thin lizzie on rock 102 with back steve and dave good morning Hey, uh, real quick, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds next hour. We'll also have uh, tickets to give away uh, for the Thunderbirds playoff game tonight. Nice. That's coming up later on. Yeah. And if you missed any part of uh, today's show, check out the Daily Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts, you will find it. And also check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week is Horace Panther from the band The Specials. Uh, that's available on rock102.com. And uh, coming up uh, next week, I'm going to be talking to uh, Bob Mould from the band Husker Du. Wow. He's coming to, uh, believe it or not, uh, to the Hawks and Reed Performing Arts Center in Greenfield hmm. on the 22nd for like a solo acoustic show. 
Greenfield would never have been on the map to see a guy like uh, like Bob Mould. That's actually a really big show for that place. It's a cool venue, and a lot of great shows are coming through it right now, so you'll be able to check that out, and that'll be up this coming Monday on rock102.com. You know, as long as Bob Mould is coming, we ought to maybe get him to speak on behalf of the workers at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. No, what wrong What better kind of, spokesman than Bob Mould? Uh, to- wrong spelling. Okay. And I don't think he gives a rat's ass about what's going on at the courthouse. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Well, maybe he would if he knew what was going on. That's know, all I'm he's saying. He's got other he's got other bees in his bonnet. All right, you could say. And the other guy has a great name too, Panther. Yeah, Horace. I, I think of a dog when I hear that. By the way, yeah, Horace Panther. Yeah, Horace. By the way, is not his real name. Really? Saying, yeah. Okay. It's Stephen, but Stephen is such a weird and unusual name. He decided to change it to Horace. Oh well. Imagine every, every Stephen wants to be a Horace. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Can you imagine being saddled with a name like that? Yeah. It's uh, 727. We have news next on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Well, lots of sunshine. This- 729. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Yankee Home's Memorial Day sale all month long. Get 1,400 hours off, plus free safety bars and custom shelving. Call Yankee Home right now. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. Daryl Blanks was a teacher at Springfield Public Schools for years. She suffered as students threw pens at her and milk cartons and pencils and broke her glasses and worse. Well, she's been awarded nearly $1 million. Apparently, a federal jury making that award after finding the city school district did not make reasonable accommodations to her medical needs and effectively forced her out of a job she had held for more than three decades. On top of all the problems that she faced with the students that I just mentioned there, abuse. I'm going to assume there's a lot more of the story than we're being led to believe, as there are in so many other stories Mm -hmm. uh, that come from our our local media. But I'm going to tell you right now, for a million dollars, I would let you throw pencils, yeah. cardboard boxes, furniture, mm-hmm. cream pies, anything you want at yeah. me for a million dollars. I'm not sure she wanted that to no. get a million dollars. No, because she probably wasn't thinking about a million dollars at the time. But mm-hmm. in hindsight, now that uh, you know, we have uh, the discussion on the table, people wanted to throw things at me for a cost, I would consider it. The abuse left her with a combination of anxiety, stress, and physical injuries as well. The district was unwilling to transfer blanks from the Springfield Public Schools to a calmer environment even after her doctor recommended doing so. That's why the federal jury awarded her nearly $1 million in damages. Massachusetts state cops arresting a man with a gun, drugs, and a stolen vehicle on the Mass Pike in Russell... Trooper, Ooh, the Russell trifecta. Yeah. Well, it's even more than that, Steve. Wait for all the details here. Trooper Nathan Hastings did an RMV search on a black Jaguar SUV. This happened Sunday night around 6 o'clock. The inquiry found the vehicle had been stolen two days prior. Upon investigation, troopers found a forty caliber Glock pistol loaded with 13 rounds of ammunition a 10-round magazine, and a small bag of what was thought to be the cocaines. The the driver was identified as one Brendan Remillard, 34 years old, out of Pittsfield. Remillard was brought to the Westfield Barracks for booking, and bail was set at $10,000. Among the charges, these are just some of them, receiving stolen motor vehicle, illegal possession of a firearm, and I like this one, possession of a large-capacity feeding device is that 
like an ammo thing, or is that? Yeah, I think that's an ammo. Okay, thing. Yeah, it's like a magazine or something. Yeah, like that. yeah a, I don't know. I'm not a, like a gun guru, but no, but it's it's an odd phrase to use. I think. In this uh, I think it's, I think it has to do with the large clip capacity. Okay, I mean, a large feeding device would be like a trough and a like a ladle. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, or maybe a keg or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's mm-hmm. but uh, I think this is about feeding bullets into the gun. Gotcha. Just interesting the terminology they use. Among the charges there for 34-year-old Brendan Remillard of Pittsfield. It's not that interesting if you know about guns. Yeah, which I don't. And obviously you you know more than I do in that case. And I know less than both of you. The Holyoke Police Department, speaking of guns, asking the public for assistance in finding persons involved in a shots fired incident. I know, Holyoke, shots fired, doesn't happen, right? Not often. The Holyoke Police Captain, Matthew Moriarty, saying police were called to 859 Main Street in Holyoke after receiving a report of those shots fired. Witnesses said the gunmen were randomly shooting their weapons in the air. As in like a, in, a, in a celebratory way? It doesn't say what they were doing with that. By the way, have you ever seen The Mexican with Brad Pitt? And uh, one of James Gandolfini's final movies. Yes. Very good movie. And they're in Mexico, obviously, for a portion of the Mexican. And the Mexicans are firing their guns in the air to celebrate some sort of holiday. Mm-hmm. And yeah. obviously the bullets land some, somewhere. Yeah, they do come down. Yes. Eventually. Yes. Can't fight that gravity thing. Right. Witnesses I say- I can't believe you think The Mexican was a good movie. I love that, that movie. a horrible movie. Oh, I loved it. Oh, God. I was only I was dating somebody at the time years ago, and I had to sit through that trash because she liked Brad Pitt. Well, that that's I guess let me qualify. Let me qualify <laughs> the, the things fact, I do. I, yeah, well, no yeah. kidding. Well, it's funny you say that because yeah. that's the only reason I like it because it was a good dating movie. I'll say that it's one that I would put up with yeah. with a date. Yeah, but it's not a good movie. I, I think you're mischaracterizing it by <laughs> calling it a good movie. You're probably right. Let me call it a good dating movie. I mean, it wasn't a, a lighthearted romantic comedy, right? Yes, it is. Yes, is it, it is. Is it really Julia yeah. Roberts? Yeah, it's. I guess. Is it a chick film, Steve? It's a chick flick. All right. Yes, well, there you go. But I have, a, I have a list of acceptable chick flicks, by the way. Yeah. And that's one of them. Acceptable chick yeah. flicks? Yes, ones you're go willing ahead. to sit through. Like, I'm not going right. to sit through some pablum just go, for a date's sake. No, you, you save that for this show. What's your favorite chick flick? Um, Kate and Leopold. With, okay. With Meg Ryan before she got all the injections of Botox in her lips. Yes. Yeah, very good. What else? What's the next one? Uh, when Harry Met Sally. Okay. All right. All right. That's 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 a timeless classic. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Goodbye Girl. Who is that? That's Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus and uh, Marsha Mason. Marsha Mason. Richard yeah. Dreyfus. Yes. I always hated it. I can never stand Richard Dreyfus. He's great in this movie. Really? Boy. Yeah. His Did voice you like was... Mr. Uh, Holland's anus? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's Opus, by oh, the way. Sure it is. <laughs> I like that movie too. You like I that saw one that too? one on yeah, Lobster that one I too. Saw. Yeah. Uh no, I, I was never a big uh, Richard Dreyfus fan at all. I, yeah. I think that movie uh, was it Down and Out in Beverly Hills? Yes. Call 911. Call 911. Yeah, it was a dumb dumb movie. Mm-hmm. And he's not that great. There's he Jaws. Boy, that's a that's a movie that eh, has no think he was plausible plot line whatsoever. It's a good date night movie. Like a shark is going to disrupt things yeah. on on Martha's Vineyard, please. Now with those kinds of prices did you guys want to disclose any of your dating movies or not? Since I did mine, I uh, I don't have any dating. movies. Well, you did because you said you watched The Mexican. Yeah, but I don't remember. I only I'll only remember it if you if you mention it to me. If I I mean I watched uh, 
What the hell was it? A walk to remember. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No, that was, uh, what the hell's her name? Mandy Moore. Oh, right, uh, right, right. That and- The uh, singer, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, David Duchovny in Return to Me, where he uh, his wife dies, and then the guy uh, finds the recipient of her heart, and uh, he falls in love with her, who was Minnie Driver. Never saw that. Should I put that on my list or not? Yeah, you know what? Go ahead and put that on the list. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Because I, you know, I am dating again here, and- you will be soon, someday as well, Steve. Oh, Man. I've already, I've already had six dates over the weekend. Man, <laughs> rub it in the guy's face, why don't you? No, I think that's being positive. My wife and I uh, have a uh, very differing view on our favorite films. Yeah, and mine is The Godfather, mm-hmm. uh, the first one for a dating movie. Not as a dating movie, but just in general, it's okay. my favorite movie. Okay. I, I can watch that movie if it's if it's on television. Sure, I stop and watch. Luca Brasi sleeps with the fishes. She's That's got, such a romantic moment. It, it is. It's a real makeout film. Yeah. <laughs> but she has no interest in it whatsoever. Uh huh. None. Yeah. Her favorite film, and you know, I have to agree with her. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Step Brothers. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. What that comes on TV, some even an edited version, mm-hmm. we stop and watch. Though I mean, those are two great films. But you know, we don't. I, would I say that's my favorite film? No, not by not by a long shot. But my, uh, we, just, we just that's something we just uh, we can't reconcile and agree to. Gotcha. My, my favorite date movie was Blue Velvet. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> we have a good time. With yeah, it. that is good. Clockwork Mommy! Orange. Mommy. Clockwork Mommy! Orange. Mommy. Yeah, Clockwork Orange was always mine. That's yeah. a good date film. Yeah, a few sensitive moments. In oh that yeah, movie. a lot of them. Uh, back to the shots fired incident in Holyoke, by the way. Even though the gunmen, plural, randomly shot their weapons in the air, nobody got hurt. 17 shell casings were found. No property damage either. So these bullets came down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Didn't hurt anybody. Didn't cause any property damage. Who knows? Congressman Richard Neal was in Agawam this week to announce Samantha Leary as the winner of a congressional district art competition. It was held across all 435 congressional districts for students to participate. And Congressman Neal announcing Ms. Leary as this year's winner. Her artwork, inspired by a photo she took in North Carolina, will be displayed in the U.S. Capitol building for one year. And then another competition will begin the following year. So congrats to her. There you go. A Berkeley nurse pleading guilty earlier this week in federal court in Boston to tampering with fentanyl intended for patients at a Massachusetts hospital. Was that wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Should I not have done that? You should not have done that. I got to plead ignorance here. (laughs) I really thought that that was for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Had I known. 41-year-old Hugo Vieira pleading guilty to one count of tampering with a consumer product. Apparently what he had done, he had taken the fentanyl and he had removed the fentanyl from the containers and replaced it with saline solution. Oh. Hmm. Somebody put saline in my fentanyl. You put fentanyl in my saline. saline. Doesn't say what he did with the fentanyl, by the way, but I'm sure it wasn't something good. Well, there's only a limited number of uses for the stuff. Stolen fentanyl. Uh, By the way, just a warning, if you're headed up to Amherst, it's going to be very busy this week. Move out day today, commencement day on Friday, with the graduate commencement set for Friday morning around 9.30, and then the undergraduate commencement at UMass Amherst from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. I believe it's pronounced um-ass. Is it? Because, yeah, uh, that's for the girls up there. They wear the short, on the back of the shorts they wear that says, mm-ass. No, no, actually, Steve, it is, in fact, UMass. Well, why do they put that on their rear ends, then? It's a good question. What am I looking at? 
I think uh, you're looking at uh, a mispronunciation of what uh, is actually there. No, I think I'm pronouncing it just fine. Says the guy mm. who went to Westfield Stata. Yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, look, I can understand you getting that wrong. I mean, and obviously you're being drawn to a vision that you like. The backside, young ladies. Co-eds? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, a, I'm a giant pig. I sit there and watch the UMass <laughs> shorts walk by. Mm-ass. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Hey, Joe Didi was on this show recently, and he has lost to Jason Perrone for a select board seat gotcha. in Southwick. Jab the knife in a little deeper there, Dave. Just God. reporting Just the news. Saw the guy. Just reporting the news. Hey, he's still got his ice cream business flourishing. Yeah, for yeah. now. We still have some of his ice cream upstairs, and yet I don't see any of it sitting in front of us. Well, I uh, I took it out of the bag for you. Thank you. It's upstairs. I didn't take it out of the freezer, though. It is softening. And again, I'm talking about the ice cream. Is it softening? <laughs> yes. Did you take it out? No. Oh, I thought you took it out. No, I no, just, just took, took it out of the bag. Oh, okay. Yeah, you took it out of the bag, but you left it in the freezer. Well, it's why, not softening. Well, it's not my. that's not my fault. That's not my ice cream. That's yours. Oh. <sighs> You want to take your ice cream out and defrost it? You go upstairs and do it yourself. Ooh, jeez, wow. I didn't realize this was going to be such a labor-intensive morning. I, I came in here thinking today was going to be pretty simple. Yeah, four-day weekend for Steve over here, and he comes in firing all guns in the air without any concern about where the bullets are landing. Oh, those bullets are coming down. Oh, yeah. They're coming down in your ice cream. Well, Joe Didi makes that ice cream, but he's no longer making any policies on the Southwick Select Board. That goes to Jason Perrone. According to town clerk Michelle Hill... There, the vote was pretty close, six twenty-seven to five forty-four, and there are some write-in votes that are still outstanding, mm-hmm. but not enough to change the course of the election. Wasn't she the one who accused Clarence Thomas of uh, saying there was some sort of hair in her coke? Hmm. Uh, yes, Hill. Michelle I, Hill. No, different. That's, a, that's Anita Hill, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. No, no, you're thinking of that singer from the '70s. No, that's Anita Baker. Anita Bryant, I think you're talking I think about. Think it was Bryant. Yeah. yeah, no, I think you're thinking of the uh, the former star for the L.A. Lakers. No, that's that's Kobe Bryant. <clears throat> no, you're thinking of that uh, those beef injections you give ladies. Kobe beef injections. <laughs> I don't think that's the same thing. Yeah. Seven forty three with back Steve and Dave. Uh, now hear this coming up next on Rock one hundred two. Hampshire Fire Protection Eight and the Doors with back Steve and Dave and Rock one hundred two. Going to be pretty nice today, I guess. Right. Yeah, uh, sunny and a high of uh, 63 tomorrow, sunny and a high of 83. Uh, It's actually 72 today for a high. I was looking at uh, something else. It's uh, 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and the Tommy Carr Auto Group want to help you kick off the summer. You could win a Weber Grill, a $100 Big Y gift certificate, and a $100 Bertelli Liquors gift certificate, all in time to celebrate Memorial Day, which is not that far away. Enter at rock102.com for your chance to win. Kick off the summer with a great prize package from the Tommy Carr Auto Group and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Nice. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Great neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. I just heard something. Yeah, now hear this featuring homemade sound effects from Steve Nagel. Well, hey, I'm, uh, I'm a little hungry. Well, there's ice cream upstairs if you yeah. take it out of the freezer or let I'm it soften. I'm on the anxiety diet right now. It's working out great. <laughs> hey, Baxter's just talking about um, prizes and giveaways. 7-Eleven is giving away a custom Ford Mustang GT that they've painted to look like a 7-Eleven storefront. 
Green, white, orange, and red with 7-Eleven racing stripes on the hood. Here's the ad. Performance. Precision. Pepperoni pizza. Built by fans. Inspired by snacks. Model 7-Eleven. Win it. Now, why is it a 7-Eleven other than the outside design? Well, it's got a Slurpee-shaped gear shift. It's got a night owl hood ornament instead of the Mustang pony. Wow. And it's got a cup holder that's not circular but triangular to hold a slice of pizza. Now, that's, that's a car. Yeah, but doesn't hold the Super Gulp? Don't know about that. There's got to be a place for the Super Gulp. You know what I would like? I would like a car that actually dispenses, like, scratch tickets. Think about how cool that would be. Hey, just, uh, you can lose one at a time just right in front of you. You yeah. them one off at a time. Let's say sure, you're stuck not? in traffic and you're not mm-hmm. going anywhere. You know, what a great way to pass the time away than mm-hmm. by scratching a few lottery tickets. I think this is just going to be the s- scratching the surface because I think other places are not going to do the same thing. Like ta- Taco Bell is going to put out a hoopty designed after their logo and with some of the, you know. Yeah. Like a car uh, shaped like a crunch wrap. Yes. Ooh, how about that? Yes. See what I'm saying? I like that. So the custom Ford Mustang GT painted to look like a 7-Eleven with all those 7-Eleven features up for grabs. Two ways you can win it. You'd be entered into the sweepstakes if you buy participating products through the 7-Eleven app or even the Speedway app. I didn't know Speedway was affiliated with 7-Eleven, but apparently they are. The gas. I had station. no idea. You know, there's so many companies that own. Yeah. Like I think Circle K now owns Cumberland Farms. Hmm. I think really, uh, yeah. I think they have some sort of deal going on there. I had no idea. Yeah, I know that was uh, that was going to be put in place uh, a few years ago, but I, I never heard about the final deal. But they have the very they have similar items at the at the Circle K. Well, you can also win this Mustang on the Seven Now Delivery app, or just follow them on Instagram and comment on posts that include the hashtag. Model 711 sweeps. The contest runs through May 24th, so get busy and get on it. Yeah. Clip number two. You're actually right, Steve. They do own Cumberland Farms. Yeah, I know that there was some similar products in the Cumberland Farms. Yeah. There are similar products in the Circle K. I'll be damned. Oh, and this note just in, 711 did buy Speedway last year for $21 billion. Billion? Yes, yeah, and Seven uh, Eleven, Speedway, Circle K, and, and and Cumberland Farms are all owned by the same company. Damn. No. Yes. Seriously. Yes, it's a company called uh, EG, the EG Group. Huh? How about that? I'll be damned. All they're right. a they're a British group. Makes sense. Clip I don't num- have any other albums. <laughs> Clip number two, James Cromwell. Yes, the farmer from the Babe movies, glued his hand to a Starbucks counter. To protest the fact that they charge more for vegan milk options. And, of course, somebody caught it on their phone. Starbucks has admitted that cow's milk is the company's biggest contributor to its carbon footprint. And Starbucks agreed that vegan milks are a big part of the solution. But it still charges for them. And the vegan upcharge now. So right now, one of the supporters is unbluing their hands. Way to go! Yeah, I gotta tell you. There you go, James Cromwell at the Starbucks. I got got news for you, Stretch Stretch Cunningham. How about you settle down? You're in my way while I'm ordering my mocha latte. Yeah, well, he did free himself after police arrived in order to avoid being arrested. That'll do, pig. That'll do. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Um, I can't stand the, those types of milks in my coffee, by the way. Give me the cream. Give me a little bit of sweetener. Yeah, but, but if you're a lactose intolerant, uh, like you won't stand for it, mm-hmm. sometimes the uh, the nut milk is all you can handle. You know, uh, I accidentally uh, did a mobile order at Dunkin' the other day with oat milk instead of cream. Yeah, and? and? It actually wasn't bad. Huh, I, thought, yeah. I actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah, nut milk isn't so uh, isn't so tired. I mean, it's, it tastes a little bit different, but it's not bad. It's not, you know, it's I prefer, you know, raw cow's milk, you know, unpasteurized, you know, the kind of stuff that would leave, you know, bacteria in my yeah, gut, but, but there, I don't I have no problem with that. But there's a lot of people who can't handle that the the milk gut thing, yes. you know, because that uh, binds you all up, mm-hmm. makes you have to go to a bathroom. Sure. So uh almond milk, almond milk's pretty good. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Clip number 3 on TNT last night during its basketball coverage, Shaq challenged the round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley, to spell the word monumental. M-O-N-U-M-M-E-N-T-L. Nope. No, no. Try it one more time. M-O-N-U-M-T-E-L. Nope. Couldn't get it done. Yeah, uh, we've had those issues before here of us trying to figure out math problems mm-hmm. or spelling things mm-hmm. or how to pronounce things. I can feel their pain. Yeah, yeah, especially when you're you're put on the spot to uh, to spell something like that. Yeah. Although I'm sure that uh, Auburn University is very very proud to see how well their their graduates and former students are doing on uh, on, on spelling bees. Yes, their favorite son Charles Barkley, who I, I don't think graduated from Auburn, by the way. I think he left early for the NBA, and, and I'm not sure he even took any classes while he was there. Well, if you want to go that route down with the with the round mound of rebound, you go right ahead. No, I think he can take it. we got the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. Sticks with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, and uh, good weather for today. Highs in the low 70s, then 80s for tomorrow through the weekend. Uh, we will be talking to Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds a little bit later on this hour. We also have tickets to tonight's uh, playoff game against the uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton, game Sweet. one of that series. Tomorrow we'll be talking to uh, to Tommy Cross. And before we get into anything, and we'll talk uh, to, to Nate about this. Like I said, it's been years since we've talked about postseason hockey mm-hmm. in Springfield. And I have no recollection of the last time that even happened. So to talk to Nate, to get here to this point where uh, playoff hockey is going to happen in Springfield tonight yeah. and tomorrow night, mm-hmm. it's pretty damn exciting stuff. That di- Go ahead. Now, I was going to say, I'm a little bit of a good luck charm, by the way, in this regard. And I'll tell, I'll share that with Nate when he comes in a little bit later. That you're a good luck yes. charm? Yes. So this is on you? Ugh. I'm not willing to go that far. Yeah, I was going to say, that's but, a... Yeah, but I, all right, there, Stretch Armstrong. You're doing pretty good over there. All right. Anyway, I'll disclose what I'm talking about when Nate comes in. Uh, what was I going to say about those uh, those playoff games? I was just going to say something. I, I I lost it. Sorry, mm, Dave. No, that's all right. I'm sorry. I cut you off. So look no, at that. That's right. Look, uh, look at Steve and I apologizing to each other. What Isn't that a, nice? Uh, don't don't don't. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Over the weekend, I went to. Uh, I had a. I was DJing one of them weddings that I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing all the way up in Williamstown. Wow, Williamstown, Massachusetts. Is that where they're closing the factories down? Uh, no, that's Allentown. But I like where you're going with that. Okay, I like that song. Maybe we should do a parody. Uh, huh? I know you guys love parody songs. Let's do a parody to uh, 
Allentown featuring Williamstown. You know why I like that song? I like that song because when I was a kid, that was a popular song, and we lived, like, we would go to Pennsylvania Dutch country Mm -hmm. every year. Oh, man. Oh, talk about a one hell of a family road trip. You want to entertain five kids? You take it. You pack up your booze and you drive them on a road trip out to Allentown, Pennsylvania. Man, you want to talk about yeah. family fun. I, I love the sound effects that were used in that, by the way. It sounded like an actual, uh, you know, like whatever whatever it is, like a piston working there or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. No, that was yeah. good production. Yeah. Good production techniques. Yeah. But when you're driving drunk on the yeah. highways to get to uh, Pennsylvania Dutch country, it's uh, totally yeah. worth it. Uh, but I, uh, we used to get smoked pork chops out there. Mm. I have a whole story about that. We can talk about that another time, about uh, how my dad used to get smoked pork chops from uh, Pennsylvania Dutch country. Wow, man, the stories. Uh, they were delicious. And sure then my mother were. would take them home and then uh, put them in uh, with a can of stewed tomatoes in a frying pan. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was some good stuff. Okay. Nothing like that up in Williamstown, though, where I was over the weekend. Mm. Uh, Home just, of Williams College. You know, it is, and, and and it's one of those things where, like, I've lived here for 30 years and have never been to that town. Like, I've never been out that way. I've only been to, uh, what's the name of the big mountain out there? Uh, which one? Mount Greylock? The Greylock. Yeah. Mount Greylock. Yeah. A nice, tra- a nice hiking trail there, by the way. Yeah, have you been up there? Yes, yes, yeah. I have. It's it's a really nice area, mm-hmm. and and you don't really appreciate how nice of an area it is until you actually get out of the city and go into into the country. Even where I live, you really can't uh, grasp the unless you're on top of a, a hilltop. You really can't grasp the view. Before you get into your story, yeah. can I just say the fact that it is the I'm home- already into the story. Well, I know that, but I, I wanted to go you back. You should have said this five minutes ago. I know. Uh, oh. I'm just kidding. Go, go ahead. ahead. So the the fact that Williams College is located there, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't changed their nickname. You know, Amherst College changed from the Lord Jeffs to the Mammoths. What's uh, Williams College? They're the Eefs. E-P-H-S. The Eefs. The hell is an Eef? It's named after... Ephraim Williams, who founded the college. Okay. Did he ever I, give uh, you know blankets filled with syphilis to the natives? I don't, it's a good question, but I just think the name is stupid, and you really can't have a mascot for an Eve. Well, I mean, it's not like they're a huge sports college. Are no, they? no, but you need yeah, you it, need that for the you know the student body yeah. and the, you know the, the school spirit and stuff like that. Who wants to be known as the Eves? Apparently, the people of Williams College. I, do. Guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Time to change. Anyway, sorry. No, it's all right. It was just a. It was just like this uh, very scenic drive, mm-hmm. uh, driving through Worthington and all the way up into Peru and. Uh, See now, uh, here's the interesting uh, thing. You you live in the hill towns, yeah, but yet there are hill towns that you've never been to. There, there are. As a matter of fact, uh, during the pandemic, uh, my friends had come up to the house, and we found, you know, we, we needed a place to go hiking and get out of the house for a little while. Right. And uh, this Glendale Falls, which is like 10 minutes from my house. I had no idea that there was this uh, great giant waterfall uh, in, I believe it's Middlefield. It's Middlefield. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a pretty damn cool. It, you start at the top, and mm-hmm. you walk your way down. Hmm. Okay. Which is, which is pretty neat. Yeah. And it's it's not like a full drop waterfall, but it's it's very it's on like a like an incline, mm-hmm. like a winding falls. Yeah, yeah. it's a very uh, breathtaking. Very interesting. It is breath. Yeah, bre- very breathtaking. Um, but yeah, just driving through the Berkshires, like you don't realize 
that you live right near all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that far from you to go and travel. Look, you know, at, look at Steve having an appreciation for nature and well, things like that. That's why I, I live out where I live, yeah. because I don't really care for the uh, the congestion of the city. And don't the, blame you. And, you know, my car got broken into I don't know how many times when I was right. out here in Springfield, mm-hmm. and uh, that don't happen. I mean, it, it's not to say that crime doesn't happen, because there's plenty of crime everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not. That, I just prefer to be away from people. You know, when I was a uh, youngster, my parents used to go to Tanglewood every year. Mm-hmm. You know, they they got you know they pack up their car from Rehoboth, make a long, long drive all the way out to Tanglewood, and they'd uh, you know they'd they'd sit in the lawn, they'd have their little picnic, they'd listen to the music, and they'd yeah. drive all the way back. And then one year they said, "Hey, let's bring the kids with us." So my sister and I piled into the car, mm-hmm. and we drove all the way out to Tanglewood. Had kind of a, you know, as a teenager, it's kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's all right, okay, now what? And then you a go all the way back home. A specific show that you saw while at Tanglewood or no? I, James Taylor? I, I, uh, no. You didn't see James, James Taylor, Taylor Good Tanglewood? Guess. Good guess. No, it, it was like a- Yo-Yo Ma? No, it was like the you know, the Boston you know, Symphony out ah, there, and, okay. and, and it was like one of those shows. Nice. Anyway, uh, my point in saying this is, for someone who grew up on the eastern part of the state, mm-hmm. uh, as far as I was concerned- and my family was concerned, and anyone who lives east of Worcester is concerned. There ain't nothing between Worcester and the Berkshires. Ain't nothing. It's like a, as far it's all perception, of course, because you know, you know, now that we live here, we right. realize, my God, there's just so much to do. Sure. In uh, in the Springfield metropolitan area and all of its surrounding communities, but for anyone else in the state of Massachusetts, there ain't nothing there because if you're driving on the Pike. You don't really see any of it. Mm-hmm. You just except you, for the basketball hall of fame. You, but you can't see that from the pike. Yeah, That's what right. I'm saying. You can't yeah. see any. Yeah. The only thing you can see from the pike is that Charlton, uh, you know, that that Charlton rest stop, mm-hmm. and then the one up in was it Belchertown is the yep. next one. No, Belchertown. No, no, it's uh, um, the rest stop. The rest stop on the pike heading west. Well, not Belchertown. I'm thinking Belchertown. Uh, uh, the the the, the skiing place, Blanford, Blanford, Blanford. 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 That's well, what Blanford. I'm thinking. You, you can also witness the serpentine beauty of the Connecticut River while crossing over the Mass Pike. I mean, come on, that's listen. It's all it's it's all nonsense to someone who lives east of uh, east of Worcester. They don't even realize it's there. Mm-hmm. No one, no one. In state, what I'm saying is, no one in the state of Massachusetts understands the magnificence of the very area we live in right now. That's true. Yeah. And uh, I want to go, I know I drove through Adams, Massachusetts. Sure. North the, Adams? I don't know, wherever, uh, yeah, it must be North Adams. It was- uh, Home of North Adams State College. Well, I want to go, yeah, I want to go that's back. They, that's why they put it there. Right. I want to go back to see Mass Mocha, the Museum of Contemporary Art. There's that bit, it's this big giant building there. Yep. And I'm like, that's where that is. I now I didn't know. I just it's just funny how you hear about these things and you just never been there. You know, there's a great church somewhere out <laughs> where you're talking about there near North Adams that um, apparently has um, sculptures in the pews. Oh, really? And there's like a it's a piece of art. So you're not really using it as a church, but it's like a, sort of a, a an art museum in a way. Oh, that's kind of cool. And then there's there's another place out there again near North Adams where there's a grave marker that's a parking meter. And it says expired on it. How about that? I want to go visit that. You, uh, you should be. You should volunteer to be the voice of those walking tours of these uh, these things. So, like Western Mass Tourism yeah. expert. Yeah. 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 I want to see the expired parking meter gravesite. 
You know what's coming to Mass Mocha? You're yeah. a big fan of this. They might be giants coming to Mass Mocha. Get out of here. Really? Well, I'm oh. looking at that right oh, now. Well, Septem- then I'm going to have to go now. September 3rd. You're going to want to go to see that, aren't you? Anybody want to go to Mass Mocha with me? That sure. would be good. Sure. Craftwork 3D on June 10th. You like uh, you like dissident German uh, you know, kraut rock? You like that? No, I'm not a big fan of Well, there you go. You'll, you'll love that. But I would definitely go see They Might Be Giants. The Roots are coming to Mass Mocha. Maybe we get free tickets. Yeah, I, You probably could. You could yeah. probably work that up. Why not? What the heck? You see, there's so much stuff going on over here. We barely we barely scratched the surface. It's half all the time. in your backyard. Sure, that's the, it. By the way, the expired parking meter tombstone is located in Florida, Massachusetts. So there's your mass hat right there. Florida. And Massachusetts. Yeah, coming you're together. trying to make a connection that's not there. Stop doing <laughs> the yeah. cemetery. The cemetery, by the way, is right next to the Florida Baptist Church and can be seen on the south side of Highway Two in the hamlet of Florida, Massachusetts. You know, there's also a uh, one of them uphill where you put your car in neutral yeah. and the car rolls uphill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, huh? Yeah. Where's that? It's in. Uh, I think it's Route Two in Green, or ne- between Greenfield and somewhere else. All right. Uh, but there's a there's one spot where you pull off. And you're parked, it looks like you're parked uphill, and the car starts rolling up the hill. That, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Totally freaked out. Well, I I read some explanation about that. There's some kind of, it's because the ground is, it's just an appearance. Optical illusion. It's an optical illusion. The, The ground, you're actually going down, even though the car looks like it's going uphill. So... All these wonderful things that I got to check out, but hey, they might be giants. I'd yeah. go see that. You concert. love those guys. I love those. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go see them. What the heck? Why not? Hey, I got to find a date now. Let's go find a date. <laughs> That'll be the next thing we see? do. Yeah. Who likes they might? You have to like they might be giants. Yeah. Though. You can't just say, oh, I like Steve Nagel, yeah. and I'll go with him. No, right. no, no. It's got to be more than that. <laughs> We've already been down there. Say <laughs> twenty-two with back Steve and Dave and Rock One Hundred Two. GG Inks Screen Printing and Embroidery. They- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 828. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. Are there two better voices to blend together than Stevie Nicks and Tom Petty? You'd be hard-pressed to find them. Right? Yeah, you know what? Uh, let's get two people with Lockjaw together <laughs> and have them sing a tune. Yeah, right. Lockjaw yeah. and a, maybe a cleft palate. That would be good to Uh, speaking of music, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, yesterday, yeah. I believe it was yesterday or the day before, Apple announced that they are discontinuing the iPod. Saw that. Can you believe that? Mm. At one point, that was the fastest growing yeah. consumer product in the world was the iPod. It's because they're making they're solely focusing on the phone, right? As being the uh, the all yeah because uh, product pe- exactly people aren't going to buy yeah. people aren't buying just the iPod if you could do everything on your phone. Did you have one? I did. Yeah, and I did what, have one. What are the little mini ones that look like look like almost like a uh, a pregnancy test strip? You know the little oh, tiny, the shuffles. The shuffles. Yeah, I, I had a shuffle. I, we had a shuffle, and then I had uh, the nano. Mm-hmm. Had the nano for a while. Yeah. But now yeah, everything. I I, I, mean, I listen to everything on my phone. Me too. Yeah, I, you did too. I well, I have I have Spotify, and I everything I get. I mean, the DJ stuff is separate. I that's all like purchased material that I that I have to purchase in, right. in order to you know fulfill the mm-hmm. contract. Or sure, whatever. but uh, but the Spotify thing, I play that at like everywhere I go, where you know in the car, and you just hook it up to the Bluetooth, and yep. boom, you get you don't have to worry about downloading a bunch of music. You can just stream whatever you want. See, I got I got both. I got my my Apple, you know, all all the things you know in my phone that I, all the the CDs that are burned in there. Yeah. Uh through iTunes, which is another thing that may go away at some point. 
completely. Mm-hmm. And then I got Spotify. That pretty much covers everything I need. I was uh, I signed up for Spotify because I was a huge Neil Young fan. And yeah, now, and now look what happened. I'm like, oh man, yeah. I want my money back. I uh, I don't have Spotify. I have Pandora. Same thing. I know. Same difference. I just I, I prefer. Pa- I've tried both, and I like Pandora better. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. Uh, Hard to believe something like that's going to go away, but uh, we should have seen that one coming. Absolutely, I don't see anybody with a, I don't see anybody walking around with an iPod anymore. Nope, especially those old-fashioned ones. Just I got right. some. I got some at home. I'm yeah. sure you do. Yeah, they're Maybe. sitting in a box well, and haven't been turned on in ten years. Save them for another ten. Maybe you'll be able to sell them big time on the on the internet or out of the back of your car. I think I remember I bought it used from somebody off of like Craigslist for like hundred and fifty dollars hmm. at the time. Yeah. So. I remember that being like a big home decision. Like, you know, should we go ahead and get one? And right. now it's like. <laughs> isn't, now it, isn't it funny, though? Like all the products that have come along over the years. I remember when I was a kid, I was probably five years old. We got our first microwave. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, it was giant. It was this giant thing. And it was a JCPenney microwave. Yeah. I didn't even know they made JCPenney uh, <laughs> branded stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was this huge thing, and we were just like, ooh, ah. I, I, my, yeah. my best friend as a kid, uh, Ted, had uh, his parents had a microwave. Yeah. First one I had ever seen. We didn't have a microwave. And he'd be heating stuff like snacks for us and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, this is the most amazing yeah. thing I've ever seen. That's pretty awesome. We used to make, uh, we didn't have a lot of money, so we used to make uh, for dinner. Yeah. We used to make uh, uh, it, we, a, loaf of, a loaf of white bread. And some ragu, yeah, and some American government cheese, mm. and uh, we'd make our own little pizzas in the in the microwave oven. Mm-hmm. Very fancy. Well, I mean, you got a family. It's a, a family of seven. Uh, my dad had lost his job, so we were only relying on my mom's income for a while. And it was it was a layoff. He got laid off sure. back in the eighties, and and he didn't have a job for like almost a good year, mm. and then. He got his job back, but we had to eat. Like that's what you do. You 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 conform to what what you have on you. You don't. You but know. you still had the microwave oven. Yeah. So the, at the at the end of the day, it was still a hot meal. You know, we still had each other and alcohol. So I mean, that never well, really. There changed. you go. Yeah. You gotta get a prioritize. Never really changed. Kids don't need to eat, but dad's got a drink. But those pizzas, man, they'll take me right back. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. We'll have lots of sun. We're back, Steve and Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So the top story we'll lead with here just hit the Internet within the last few minutes, and it involves a Massachusetts truck driver charged with rape. Serious story, but the photograph of his mugshot is priceless. So if you put in Massachusetts truck driver and the word rape, I think it'll come up for you. Yeah, because I, you know, I uh, always want somebody to look through my Google history one day. Right. Yeah, right. I know. It's a problem, but I'm reporting it because it's being reported nationwide right oh, now. Oh, sure. Yes. Well, I can see uh, it seems very surprised to have been caught. Yes. Uh, that's one Osman Mukhamadiev. And he's from Massachusetts, in fact, a resident of Springfield and a long-haul truck driver. Apparently, recently, in Turlock, California, police responding to a 911 call of a rape that had occurred at the Days Inn in that California town. Officers arriving on the scene within minutes, detaining one Osman Mukhamadiev, standing near the office. He matched the description of the suspect. 
And as you see from the mugshot, he's quite an interesting-looking individual. Well, it's really just the face he's making. It just says, hey, I can't believe I'm here. Right? And I can't believe you're questioning me. And I can't believe I don't have a lawyer yet. (laughs) Kind of looks like the betting barn guy. (laughs) Yes, but more rapey. Well, wait, I'm not accusing the betting barn guy. Of no, absolutely. I'm just saying the, the looks are similar to the betting barn guy. Mm. Uh, we, I guess we ought to post this on the Rock 102 Facebook page so folks can see what we're seeing here with this mugshot. Apparently, the detective on the case saying they're deeply concerned because the suspect, Osman Mukhamadiev, is a long-haul truck driver, so they're thinking there might be a string of other victims with similar assaults all at the hands of this one assailant. You can just call me Donnie, because I like Donnie Osmond. I'm I'm sure this man's got a long, long history of being a real dirtbag, yep. but uh, man, that's a, that's that's a very unfortunate mugshot. He's 29 years old and a resident of Springfield. He's being detained in California with the bail set currently at six hundred and seventy thousand dollars. That's Damn. A, wow. That's that's a like a smoking gun. Style mugshot, you know the smokinggun.com. Yes, oh, they have the their mugshot roundup like once a week, and it's like the best mugshots mm-hmm. of the week. It's my favorite part of the whole website. I bet you, I bet you ten dollars this guy makes it this week. What's the website again? The smoking gun. Yeah, oh, smoking gun. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm sorry, Bax. I just noticed that you have new headphones on. Are those new? Uh, actually, um, my old ones are yeah. uh, are broken. Uh, these aren't really new. I mean, I've been wearing these for over a year. You know, there's two pairs upstairs. Oh, yeah, I know. They're one. both broken. They're both broken? Yeah. Why don't you send them out to a shop and get them fixed? I will get them uh, sent out, but I, I, they, yeah. they are now charging me nine full dollars to fix them. What? Nine mm. bucks? Yeah, that's the shipping cost. Nine dollars. Well, you can't afford that with your salary. You're damn right. I'm yeah. on a fixed income. Couple of different million dollar payouts to talk about, guys. One being given to a Springfield teacher because of all the suffering she had to put up with at the Springfield Public Schools. As a teacher, she had stuff chucked at her by students, pens, pencils, milk cartons. They even broke her glasses. She suffered from a combination of anxiety, stress, and physical injuries, and a federal jury has awarded Daryl Blanks with about a million dollars after finding that the Springfield City School District did not make reasonable accommodations to her medical needs. A million dollars. Yes. I'll tell you what, you can throw a lot of stuff at me for a million dollars. Yeah, but she don't get a million dollars. She gets probably 600000 of that million dollars because the lawyers take a third of it. All mm-hmm. right, but I'd let, you, I'd let you throw smaller things at me for $600,000. Well, why don't we try that one morning? Yeah, right. You know, I mean, I'll, I could, I'll take it. Okay. You know, throw, like, uh, sofa cushions or a pillow yeah. at me. We'll need right you to there. sign this. I just threw a diamond. <laughs> hey, Wait, that's, that's, that's about a, that? That's, that's a, a new dime. dime. You're making money already. How Look at that. That, yeah. that was in my pocket earlier. Really? How about that? I'll be damn. Well, yeah. thank you, Here, Steve. here's another one. Here, uh, take it. Take another dime. Here. Ow, my yeah. eye. Oh, that's now 20 cents. There you go. I think we need Bax to sign a release before we start throwing the really big stuff out. Adam, by right. the way. Uh, the other million-dollar lottery prize was through the mass lottery, and it happened at a stop-and-shop in Springfield yesterday. Excuse me, Monday. And by the way, if you're wondering what your odds are for winning prizes through the mass lottery, you could get the million-dollar prize in Springfield at the stop-and-shop, and on Monday alone, 28 different winning lottery tickets of $600 or more were cashed in in Springfield. This, is the, this is the kind of story that the only person that cares about that is the person that won the million dollars. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I don't care. Like, you know what? You won money. Well, you know, eh, but, it doesn't make any difference to me. But the people that play, yeah, psychologically think, hey, you know what? I buy groceries at Stop and Shop too. Yeah, maybe I've got a great chance of winning a million dollars at a Stop and Shop. Right? You could. You could. I wouldn't hold your breath because you know lightning doesn't always strike twice in the same Stop and Shop location. It's eight forty-one with back Steve and Dave. Going to cut it off right there because we've got a special guest coming in, Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Going to talk hockey, and I don't think we haven't given away the tickets yet, have we? No, we'll give them away when uh, when he's here. Coming up on Rock One Hundred Two. The sad man Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 848 and the Who with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Perfect hockey weather coming up. We got 70s today and then we got the mid 80s from Thursday through Sunday this weekend. Yeah, like the winter time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in the studio with us now is the great Nate Costa from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Good morning, Nate. Good morning, guys. Congratulations, by the way. Thank I mean, you this so is, much. This yeah. is... I was doing a little bit of research, and it only took me two Wikipedia searches to do it. But it's been seven years since Springfield hockey has seen a postseason game. And even then, it wasn't a home game. Yeah. And they got blown out in that first game. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's 2014, I think it was, when mm-hmm. the when the Falcons were affiliated with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, so it's it's been a long time coming. I mean, we were, we've been competitive over the last five years, but... Finally, having a chance to host a playoff game here at home is is pretty awesome. So now, when the uh, the players uh, get a little irritated that uh, the guy in the suit is taking all the credit for the great team that they have, <laughs> we can ask Tommy tomorrow, right? Yeah, you guys, yeah, yeah, sure yeah you can yeah, ask yeah. Tommy. Yeah, yeah no, we'll get, we'll get to the bottom it. of what he really feels yeah, about yeah, you. Exactly. Uh, tell us what he really feels about this <laughs> yeah. Nate character. Yeah. But you know, I mean, we've we've said this before, and I think this is absolutely true. You know, no disrespect to anybody else that's owned uh, you know hockey teams here in Springfield because. You know, with without them, there wouldn't be this sense of this is our team. No question about it. But when the Thunderbirds come around and all of a sudden there's a celebratory festival feel about those home games with everything that you guys have done with getting an affiliation with the uh, with St. Louis, it's turned this whole franchise around and people are looking at these at these games as something really kind of fun to do with good, solid crowds and great hockey being played. You have to be incredibly proud of that. Yeah, we, we had a plan at the beginning, and really, like you touched upon it, I mean, Bruce Landon probably deserves most of the credit for you know us being even here right now because he's the one who got through a lot of those years and found those affiliates and really kept Springfield uh, hockey here, which you know he was a part of our organization in the year one to help us get started. And, mm-hmm. and we had a vision for what this was, and I think we all felt that if we put in the work that we would eventually get here, the, the winning obviously helps. It helps drive everything. Um, but like you said, like we've tried to make it an experience, you know, like we try to make it a mini Boston Garden is kind of what we talk about. And, you know, having good music and having, you know, live music and, and drink specials and just having a bunch of stuff going on that you don't have to be a hockey fan to come on out. And I think people have embraced that. I mean, there was a need for that in downtown Springfield. And, um, you know, obviously having a winning team ha- team helps like being in this market. People have been spoiled, obviously, with the Boston sports teams. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people love a winner and uh, people want to support a winner. And I think that's obviously helped our success this year coming out of covid. Um, it's been really, really good. The Calder Cup is a fantastic minor league trophy, by the way, that they give out for the AHL championship. I'm going to say I might be a little bit of a good luck charm here. Previously, I've been a broadcaster on radio stations in Syracuse, Rochester, and Utica. All three teams played in the Calder Cup championships 
in mm. recent years. So well, I'm I'm just saying. Man, we'll take uh, that, you know, Dave. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll have you come out for the game and maybe yeah. all the guys can. <laughs> Clearly all you. you know, Absolutely. Right, yeah, right. no. It's uncanny. You nail this man to the boards. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Uh, and I don't even know what that means. Hey, uh, if that so, gets pressed for the radio yeah, station, I'll yeah. do that. I'll get nailed to the now, boards in a right. game. I don't you care. You hear that? All right. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah, Someone's got a Jesus complex the way here. So being the guy who doesn't really – I mean, I love going to the games. I love, you know, watching. Watching the you know the action going on and it's 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 awesome for the city of Springfield to to because there's a lot of people there who really probably aren't interested in hockey as well but just going there because of the it's a it's a social thing and and I think yeah. it's I think it's really healthy I think it's really healthy for this area but me not knowing about hockey so this is like the playoffs for the Calder Cup correct yeah so, so we, we had a there was a play in around this past week which we right. had to buy for okay we good yeah right so then they they win is this just another leg of the playoffs it's essentially like the yeah. the quote-unquote first round it's technically okay. the second because there was a plan okay so. when you yeah. so is there like some sort of uh, okay yes uh, recognition for winning this round not really i mean no. you, you move on to play the division uh right. semi or finals after this yeah. when, when you start now you haven't had this experience yet yeah. But when you get into like, let's say you go all the way and mm-hmm. you're down to like the the printing up the shirts, right? <laughs> when does well, that happen? It's all a process, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. I think you've got to start. We're talking about it now. Like, you know, you don't want to jinx anything, but you got to get your planning in order, especially with what's going on around the world. Like, yeah, you got to you got to try to plan things in advance. But you know, we we haven't gotten necessarily that close. But to but it. that's what I mean. Like yeah. like you're gonna are you gonna, you're probably gonna have to consult another team who's dealt with this kind of thing before because yeah. you always hear that every year with Super Bowl teams. Like all of a sudden, you know, there's. There's a bunch of jerseys heading heading its way to a third world country. Yeah, so the, the, the kids <laughs> which is a real thing. Away. I'm pretty sure. You know, I, yeah. I've been around the American League a long time, so I know the league orders two sets of of things. See, and I then, don't know why you wouldn't just sell them at like a discount. <laughs> like here, this is our cost. Yeah. This is how much it's going to cost you. Uh, give us five extra probably bucks. Should, and we'll, probably should have, and we'll give the money to charity. Yeah, yeah. That's probably. I mean, we we'd go. buy those shirts absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the the fake Calder Cup champion. Exactly. I feel like I'm making you uncomfortable. Am I making no, you uncomfortable? No, not at all. Oh. Is Nate Cost in the studio. Let me ask you a question because you, you want to talk about like you know, mobilizing yourself when things happen. So, you know, here you are, you're waiting for you you Wilkesbury and Hershey to resolve their three game series, this this play in series. So now you find out, okay, it's gonna be Wilkesbury Scranton that you're gonna play in that in that opening round. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's not like Tickets have been on sale for that, you know, these first couple of games for weeks. This is something that you guys have had to mobilize very, very quickly to accomplish. How have you done that? And 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 is has it is it is it as challenging as it sounds? Yeah, I mean, we luckily had a few weeks to plan for this, but we didn't have dates, which is the biggest challenge. So, um, you know, we've been we've been selling essentially pay as we play plans where people can lock on and get the entirety of the playoffs, which really helps us. So they give us a credit card, and then when games happen, they can run. And then they get their same seats for every game. So you can still lock into that. So you have an ability to get out in front of it and sell it a little bit. But like we talked about uh, uh, before, you know, it's tough when not having a lot of time because a big part of what we do is group sales um, and getting kids out. And, you know, either they're singing the national anthem or they're doing something during an intermission or mm-hmm. a performance. And, like, you don't get a chance to do that with just a two-day turnaround. So you've got to rely on on promotions and you've got to rely on, hopefully, like things like this where we get the awareness out and, Hopefully people want to come out and be a part of it. And, and that's been strong this year. We've had a great walk up. And, you know, we're working with a building on doing some fun stuff. Every home playoff game will have $2 domestic drafts and $2 sodas. 
We're going to be doing a poster giveaway every night. Um, I know MGM is going to be giving away a tote bag for the first thousand people for every single game here awesome. in, the, in the run. So, you know, we've got some giveaway stuff that we're trying to entice some people to come on out. And then obviously we have all the other fun stuff that we do. I in think uh, low-priced alcohol might be a little dangerous. For hockey hey, fans. Yeah, I'm, for just, hockey I'm just fans. saying. Like, Are you kidding you know, me? You get a bunch of people in a building uh, yeah. all getting riled up. I'm Super just saying. Cool. You know, the AHL is really cool, by the way. You talk about some of the regional rivalries with teams in Pennsylvania and New York and things like that. But what people may not realize, there there's a whole other side to the AHL. And you'll be meeting some of those teams as you advance into the final rounds of the playoffs. Yeah, it's, Teams it's, you don't get in the regular season, right? We, we will. But that really comes towards the end. Yep. You know, like the ge- they keep it pretty close geographically yep. for travel reasons. So. You know, we play within our division. If we beat Wilkes-Barre, we play the winner of Charlotte-Bridgeport, and then uh, the winner of those teams play the North Division, and then you play for the finals. How did, so. how did you guys match up against Wilkes-Barre-Scranton this year? Um, quite honestly, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were pretty. I think we were pretty good. We didn't play them. Um, I honestly don't really know off the top of my head. I think we were pretty. I close bet you to all these guys in the team were like, "See, I told you that son of a bitch." Well, it's a question. Tommy Cross can answer yeah. that question tomorrow. Yeah. Bruce, He's yeah. taking all the credit for the great group we yeah. did on the team. Bruce Landon would have known. <laughs> yeah, oh, that is oh, true. That oh, is true. Boy. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, when we've when we've talked to Tommy Cross the last couple of weeks, you know, we talk about you know the the team. And uh, the camaraderie of this team and how it's been real brought together. And we talked just off uh, the air before we went on how great uh, St. Louis has been as far as you know keeping this team intact, understanding that they are developing mm-hmm. players. It's not like they've taken a ton of players a- along the way because I mean they're still developing you know a lot of these guys. I mean, as far as that goes and the affiliation with with St. Louis, I mean, really, that's that is kind of the key as far as you know, getting you know really great hockey players on the ice. It's it's everything because we control everything on the business side. The the NHL guys control all the hockey decisions. So when you ha- when you work with a good NHL team that understands, you know, t- developing in a winning environment, and that's what St. Louis is all about. It's been really uh, a, a godsend for us. Um, you know, they've done a nice job of of keeping a core group of guys here. Um, but there's been a lot of guys that have been here that you know made an impact that have played meaningful minutes in, in St. Louis. So you know I think that's good to have that crossover. Some you know we can you can follow the guy's path. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know like that we've got some guys coming back, which is great. And I think you know from their perspective, they've they've been banged up. They they won a big game last night against Minnesota, but they've been banged up. They're coming back a little healthy and. I think it's good that you can see some of those guys at the NHL level, and then they're going to come on down, and then you'll get right. to see them here yeah. this week. So well, uh, we're, we're going to um, give away tickets in just a moment, but yeah. tickets are available for purchase, right? How do folks do that? Yeah, go to SpringfieldThunderbirds.com, yep. or you can call us at 739-GOAL. Aren't you glad you're not affiliated with the uh, Seattle Kraken or the Anaheim Ducks or the Flyers or any of them crap teams in the uh, in the big league? <laughs> Sure, yes. Yeah, I just throw out <laughs> throw it. Those organizations stink. Like yeah. Montreal. I wouldn't want to be a part of that co- that conversation at all. The hell with them. Well, it becomes tough when you're in Bruins country, too, uh, if yeah, you're affiliated absolutely. with one of those Don't guys. Don't get him. Right? What if like, one of those teams wants to hire him? Exactly. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Marketing. He's got a family here now. He's rooted. Yeah, you don't know. Uh, you're a lot. Yeah, you're a lot. You're all yeah. buttoned up. Yeah, yeah. It's good to see you. Congratulations. Uh, game one tonight at the Mass Mutual Center. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and hopefully it's just the start. Hopefully I get to see you guys here for a, lo- a long little run. Great. We appreciate good luck, it. man. All right, so the, uh, so the deal is we have a... Let me just get get all the information here. We got a four pack of playoff tickets for tonight's game 
and uh, these, the winner will then qualify for the big prize pack at the end of the week. That includes uh, everything else, and we'll have uh, all that information for you. But 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Playoff tickets tonight for the Springfield Thunderbirds. Nate, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, 859 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. I've struck gold. Grab the prize. Hit the jackpot. Ding, 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 ding. You're a winner. Congratulations to Kevin S. of Granby, who won $2,500 with Pick 